Hi, welcome to the Silk Podcast. Um, in this podcast, it's me, Lainey, um, Sophia, and Kennedy. Today, we will be talking about dual racism, dual communities, and dual American values. I hope you enjoy. So, dual racism. <laughs> I would be talking about the Northern perspective versus the South perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so technology in the South supported the slave trade mainly, and the patrol system in the South contained the free and black community. Um, but like, what really irritates me about that is the black community they fought and paid to get their way out at that time to get into like certain countries to where, um, they could be free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um. I think that um, that definitely plays into the later um, point of like whose perspective represents American values and the pro-slavery versus the abolitionist because it was definitely a time of duality in America and it's like still present today just not in like the same movements obviously but I just think that the duality of racism period will always be a problem especially in america mm-hmm. i yes. i agree with that uh-huh um i was looking into what intermi racism is and basically what i got off of doing some research and looking at the notes that we were given is that discriminate it's discrimination between um, two racial minorities and when I was looking at examples one example was um, it was called the Crown Heights riot mm-hmm. and it took place in August of 1991 in New York and basically what happened was black residents turned against the Orthodox Jewish residents which is kind of unheard of but it started after two kids um after two children of um, immigrant parents, they were accidentally struck by a car that ran a red light. I don't get how that started a riot, but another example is also just the um, George Floyd riots. Yeah. And um, but then I started looking into the critical race theory and um for people who don't know what that is, it's an academic movement uh, um, of civil rights scholars and activists. And they critically examine the law with issues of race in mind. And I don't know, I think it was a great... I, I got confused because it's called a theory, right. but it, it's more of like a movement, which is very interesting to me. I think it's called a theory because... It started off as something um, conceptual and that mm. some people just kind of thought about, like, this should be a thing. This should be a movement. I think that's where that originated from. Oh, that yeah, that does make sense. Well, it's um, like a belief that sparked the movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the um, topic of different races, America, um, I've heard a white male say this and he was like, well. America racism is as American as apple pie. And I've heard this in my 
real daily life. Um, I want to know what you guys think about this. So, um, I believe that it is the most American thing that <laughs> is, like, present, has been ever present. Because, like, slavery was instituted before America was even independent from Britain. Therefore, like, racism has was going on centuries before America was even a thing. So... I just think that if we have this institution and it's literally older than America, but it's, then I definitely think that it is more American than apple pie, if not as American, because we still have the racist values. We literally just had a president who started a cult and all they do (laughs) is like he's god and he literally was just one of the most racist presidents we've had like yeah and it was different because it it was modern racism rather than right past racism but i i think saying it's racism is as american as apple pie is a great way to put it because i mean america is what that's the foundation of racism in my mind. It's kind of just Americans are the reason for racist everything. So I definitely think that's a great way to put it. Yeah, exactly. And even when uh, people started coming into the early Americas, um, the white population, they didn't really fit in with the American white population. So the way they fit in was to hate against the black community. That was the way they became American and became, like, accepted. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if but, that's a value that you can recognize, it's definitely an American value. Oh, yeah. But um, migrating from when the Black population started buying their freedom, they got to go into dual communities. So the Black communities and white communities were working together. Um. So the black community, like I said before, were able to buy and fight for some freedom. Um, and the black community, they support each other. So when um, slaves would get out of slavery, they would have no money and nowhere to go. So the population, black population, they came up with this little group and they would collect money together to help the people, to help get them money and jobs who just got out of slavery. Um, and the white community does not like the black community. They um, are against them and everything. But when it comes to the white community and it's like poverty system, the white community can still be poor yeah. and they can still live with the black, black population. So they eventually started working together. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think... Um... It's it's nice to see how black communities can come together in all sorts of different ways. One way being that I, I think African-Americans really reclaim the go back to Africa by literally just going back. There are many different types of traveling. Um, I don't know what you would call it. it, it traveling groups that go to Africa and 
learn about it and get educated in it. And it, it just makes me happy that they took what once was a racist phrase and still is. People still say it, sadly, and made it into something good, which I think is always just the best thing you can do with negative situations. Yeah, like, especially within communities, like, having that sense of community and, like, knowing that you can bond with people who have gone through the same experiences that you have, especially when they were, like, really difficult, traumatizing experiences, like, that just provides you with validation in your own experiences, and it also makes you feel like, like, you're not alone in your struggles. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like the community, especially when you grow up in the people around you really affect the way you grow up. And oh, yeah, the people around you, like your parents, your parents have some of the biggest impact and your school system. If you mm-hmm. go to school. Yeah. Yeah. I always think people around you are they're the reason like the people you grow up with are the reason that you become who you are in many different ways. And I think for sure. People- yeah, people should realize that more because some people don't realize how big of an impact they have on kids and just young people in general. Exactly. And um, I want to bring this conversation into the dual American values. So we're going to start off with, first of all, the Democratic Party was originally created as a pro-slavery mm-hmm. party, which... Now, if no one, I didn't know this before I saw it, I had no clue. Like, I would never think we were pro-slavery. Well, but technically, they wanted to, the race, or not the race, the party switch in the 60s, technically, we are not original, like, Democrats. Like, if you identify as a Democrat, you would have been a Republican then. Like, mm-hmm. one of my grandmothers. Which is crazy really tried i was talking to her one time about this and i was like you know like the man you voted for really he has like none of these values that are helping any of your grandchildren like her grandchildren were all mixed we're all a part of the lgbtq community it's like girl can you like not vote for this bigoted trash please but she said she's going oh you know democrats like wanted slavery and i was like actually honey that's not me that's you because you would have been a democrat back then there was a party switch in the 60s and she refused to believe me i was like all right it'd be your own step grandma i was like all right queen papa I know people always are popping off, especially back in the days when the uh, I always say this word weirdly, but abolish, <laughs> abolition, abolition, <laughs> oh, abolitionist, abolish. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, um, two, two people that were that. Mm-hmm. Frederick Douglass. Um, he escaped slavery and then published a memoir so and then he also supported women's suffrage which is just great because um supporting women is the thing to do yes and then of course the classic harriet tub 
Chapman was a fugitive enslaved woman, and she helped escape many people via on the Underground Railroad, which many people know. And luckily, there's been movies made about it lately, which makes me happy. Uh, but it was just the movement was an organization to end slavery in the U.S., and I feel like it was the first step to doing that. And a lot of people helped with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, and so when Harriet Tubman would bring these slaves out, she risked her, she risked her own life for them. Because mm-hmm. she was once a slave before. But she Yeah, risked- she like went back. Multiple times. Multiple times. That's crazy. Yeah. After you've already escaped, I would have been like, whoo, finally. Like, gotta be. No, gotta but that's breathe. a strong woman. I know, right? All these people are just very selfless people. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about American values, um, wh- whose perspective represents the American values, do I you think? I think that... So, in that time of slavery, there was the abolitionist perspective and there was a pro-slavery perspective. I think that it has just carried on. I think that the two-party system is a huge part of this. We still have this idea where half of our country wants something completely different from the other half. And... Mm-hmm. Both halves think that the other people have the wrong idea. And it is just so dividing. And it was dividing back then. It's dividing now. And I don't think that we've Nothing ever been a single country. So I don't think that we could say with confidence that either side had American values. Because if you're going to disagree on it, then you can't come. Mhm. Yeah, like exactly, but if you think about it, every person has their own perspective of American values. I think right. both sides had elements of the true American value. I'm putting this in quotes because there really isn't true yeah. American value. <laughs> right. But I think they both kind of represent it cuz they're both here in America. They're wanting to be here for a reason. They support America, both sides do, in some way or another, even if they are against each other. Yeah, I think just, ev- sorry. I think that, <laughs> um, I was sorry, go ahead. say that I think everyone wants America for themselves, and that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. We have to share people. I'm pretty sure we learned that when we were all four. And mm-hmm. people just <laughs> have to, I don't know, be be better. There's there's a lot of things that people need to work on. And I'm not, I'm saying people, I'm not even saying us because, I mean, you know, there's always things everyone needs to work on, but I'm not out here being racist, so. <laughs> exactly. I I think that, like, the greatest American value that most people would agree on is freedom. And the problem with that is that people would say that that's an American value, but 
it's not like shown like the words are spoken the actions are that's a great way to put it i agree like i would never want to live in france because they do not have free speech like if you said something oh really like oh you're dumb like you can get arrested for a hate crime I don't even know. I would hope. I want to live. I want to oh, live. Wait, wait, in my wait! Own wait. Not like. <laughs> that's not what I meant. I was like, oh, that's not what I meant. I meant like genuine hate crimes. <laughs> oh god! I did not. Lainey, you better delete that. No, I'm keeping it in. Oh my god. Okay, continue, Kennedy. Sorry. Oh, I don't even know. I think I think we're good. I we've yeah. hit all of the key points. I I think so too. Good job, guys. Okay, guys. Listen, I'm gonna peace out because I have to go get ready for stupid. I hope you enjoyed this podcast with Kennedy, Sophia, and I, and have a wonderful day.